Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. Have you ever felt overwhelmed? Well, this week in my 10-minute tip, I'm going to share with you some of the simplest strategies to let go of overwhelm and to start creating some new ways to approach it that can help you to shift it into a more useful state of mind. And I'm also going to talk about what actually causes overwhelm so that you can start to actually use overwhelm as a tool to help you to gain more awareness and help you to create a different way moving forward. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever. And a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Welcome to this week's episode. Last week, I celebrated my 200th episode of Relaunch My Life Radio, which is a huge achievement. And I would be lying to you if I didn't say that over the last eight years of having my own business, I haven't felt overwhelmed at times. But what I know is that overwhelm is a strategy. It's a mental process that is giving us a warning bell to tell us that we actually have too much on our mind or on our plate right now. So in this week's episode, I'm going to talk about what actually causes overwhelm and give you some really simple tools to help you to stop feeling overwhelmed so that you can actually transfer it and transmute it into something useful for you in your life. Overwhelm can occur when you have a number of compounding stresses accumulate. Life is busy and it's really common for people to have a number of different things on their mind all the time. And so if you don't have some useful coping skills or strategies, the feelings of overwhelm can actually get worse as they can become like an ingrained strategy and an ingrained way of thinking and feeling. Now, all of us have different levels of stress thresholds. So that is to say, like none of us handle stress the same way. What overwhelms one person might not even phase the next person. And so stress can be useful, but it's not useful as a long-term strategy to get things done. So I've come up in this 10-minute tip with some really simple tools and tips to help you to stop feeling overwhelmed in no particular order. So the first tip that I want to share with you is the most important thing you can do if you notice yourself becoming overwhelmed is first of all, acknowledge it. If you need to, say it out loud. If you journal, write it in your journal. Become aware. And you want to start taking pen to paper. So the first tip is to write a list of everything on your mind. So this is actually something that I first started doing when I first started my coaching business. My niche was working with corporate women who were often really stressed out because they were wanting to feel more fulfilled in life. And so I would always start my sessions with them, asking them to empty their head. I would literally start my coaching session by saying, before we start, I just want you to tell me everything that you're feeling overwhelmed about or everything that's on your mind. And I would just let them empty. I would have pen to paper and I would write down 
every single thing on their mind. And the moment they finished, I'd say, what else? And then there'd be something else. And it was almost like a mental clear out. And this would mean that they could be present for the session instead of having split energy, focusing on everything else that was on their mind. Now, the other reason that you want to write a list of everything that you're feeling overwhelmed about is usually if someone's overwhelmed, they're often stuck in what's called big chunk thinking. So too big a chunk thinking, because if you ask someone if they're overwhelmed, what they're overwhelmed about, they'll usually just say everything, which isn't specific. Everything is a big chunk. So if you can actually get more specific and write a list of all the specific things that you're feeling overwhelmed about, then those physical feelings of overwhelm will actually stop and you can start focusing on the list rather than getting stuck in your own thoughts. A good way to think of overwhelm is it's like your nervous system is telling you it's getting overloaded. So if you can actually consider each item one by one, it's less likely to get overloaded. And so you're more able to operate more effectively and then you can actually prioritize your list and take action as well. So the second tip and the second strategy I would definitely recommend is to set some boundaries on your time. So write out a perfect week of how you would love to spend your week and list all of the things that you want to focus your attention and energy on in the different areas of your life. And so if you've already written that list that I just shared before, you can start to plot out when and where you're going to do everything on your list rather than feeling overwhelmed because you feel like you have to do everything all at once. So the third tip I would say is just like Brian Tracy says in his famous book, eat that frog. What I mean by that is do the most challenging item or task of your day at the start of your day so that everything else for the rest of your day is easy. So do the hard thing first, get it out the way. And this is said to have come from the quote by Mark Twain, who once famously said, if you eat a live toad first thing in the morning, nothing worse can happen to you for the rest of the day. Um, now, kind of more modern times, Tim Ferriss says you should always make your bed each morning as this will start the day with a small wind that ripples into the rest of your day. But if you can accomplish one hard thing off your list, then everything else is, is pretty easy. So that is one tip as well. The fourth tip I would share with you is to tune up your self-talk. So rather than tell yourself that you're overwhelmed, you could reframe it as I'm really feeling stretched or challenged right now. And if you can start to develop some new strategies to overcome this, that way overwhelm might have become a strategy for you so natural to you, you don't even realize that you could actually outthink this strategy. Overwhelm doesn't have to be the way you lived your life. But if we keep telling ourselves day in, day out, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed, then that will start to become your experience of reality. So tune up your self-talk. Now, this isn't like affirmations and this isn't like lying to yourself, but this is tweaking your self-talk because your own self-talk is the most uncritically accepted form of self-hypnosis. And so if you can start to tell yourself more useful self-talk that's going to encourage more productive physiology, then you're going to be in a much more resourceful state than just running around like a headless chicken all the time, right? So the next step I would share with you is to let go of perfectionism. Now, just this week, I was helping an aspiring author publish their book and I gently reminded them that they can always edit and refine anything down the track that they may not be happy with. Sometimes we get overwhelmed because we are 
setting such high standards for ourselves that we can't actually get anything ticked off our list and we can't actually get anything moving or out there. And so if you can let go of perfectionism and just learn to play and give yourself permission to put out there what what you can and what you're passionate about, then you can start to move forward rather than feel stuck in overwhelm. Now, the sixth tip I'm going to share with you is probably an important reminder, which is the power of delegation. Now, we have a cleaner and we get our groceries delivered each week. And it probably took me a couple of years to finally give myself permission to do this, to let these things go, to delegate. Now, these tasks probably save me about five or six hours a week. I could easily do them. And and honestly, sometimes when I'm at home and the cleaner's cleaning my house, I'm acutely aware that there is someone in my house doing something I could easily do, but it gives me so much more time and energy to be able to focus my life on the things that really matter to me. And it's one less thing on the list that I have to do. So where could you delegate? And this leads me to step seven, which is if you were to write a list of all the things you do each week, Do you have to do all of them or are there people in your life or household or world who could help? And what would it feel like to actually ask for help? Feelings of overwhelm could be powerful feedback to tell you that you actually have too much on your plate. So those feelings aren't going to go away until you change something. I think so many people are so focused on not feeling overwhelmed, but they're not looking at, well, what is this overwhelm here to teach me? Overwhelm is not the enemy. Overwhelm is the feedback. It's not the cause, it's the symptom. And so if you can start to actually delegate some things, you're going to start to shift some of the cause. Now, step eight also links to this one, which would be for you to create a no list, a list of all the things in your life that you're ready to start saying no to. Because it can be really easy to feel overwhelmed if you're constantly saying yes to things and people and just piling up your workload because you're not comfortable saying no. So how would it feel to say no to someone? Would it feel scary? Would it feel new? Would it feel empowering? Give it a go this week. And and if you're not used to saying no, you might want to first frame it with something like a softening frame. Like, thank you so much for asking me and thinking of me. Right now, I'm fully committed to my other priorities but feel free to ask me in the future if something similar comes up. It's really easy to say no if you're committed to yourself and letting go of overwhelm. And my last one, of course, step nine would be for overcoming overwhelm, breathing and mindfulness practices. Now, I deliberately haven't shared these as the first step because on their own, I don't believe breathing and mindfulness practices are going to eliminate overwhelm. But paired with some of the previously mentioned strategies, Breathing and mindfulness is going to give you clarity, peace, presence, and perspective that is going to mean that you're going to be able to handle life in such a more resourceful way. And of course, some of my favorite practices are just simple box breathing. And you can also find my meditations on Insight Timer, and I've linked them in my show notes below. So there are so many different ways to get out of overwhelm. And even if you just picked one, I would love to know. How did you go? Which of the above strategies are you, going to sh- are you going to try? And how would it feel for you to, instead of seeing overwhelm as the enemy, 
start to see it as a good thing because it's actually a signal that's telling you that you've got too much on your mind or your mind isn't processing everything that you're putting into it effectively. So if you can use that feedback to pause and get clear about what is in your mind and what is a priority, I promise you, you're going to start to feel much less overwhelmed and more in control and in alignment and peaceful in your day. Now, this doesn't mean you won't still get things done. You will, but you're going to be able to use your energy in a way that is way more resourceful. So you'll have more in the tank for yourself at the end of the day. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.